The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. Well, go on. I go by the name L-A-Y-C-O-N, and you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Stay tuned. So this is Sample Axis, uh, our attempt to connect generations of music from however far away, however long ago, to present day, and possibly projecting in the future. We have attempted a few times to predict the future of music, especially Nigerian music, and I keep telling Nelson that much later, 10 years, 20 years from now, there will be a lot of electronic sounds, there will be a lot of drum programming, there will be a lot of madness you might not even get vocals at all it will just be dance techno electronic music stuff like that yeah of course there will still be because of the the longevity of the drums african drums congo uh, uh those, those things that come naturally as african music we would still embed those as electronic elements they will now be uh digitized in a way the way you have dj ky's do talking drum programming on his you know we're, we're going to see a lot of that so the african essence will still be there uh we see the way um south african producers beat the drum with their ama piano kicks we see all that all those kicks we're going to see a lot more diversified programming that's just me fantasizing and projecting <laughs> in the future so this this podcast is about music traveling through time we always say that so uh, on previous episodes we have done bruce Hornsby, uh being remade by Tupac, we have done Biggie, M. Tume, we have done P-Square sampling folks like Fuji's, the Fuji. The Fuji's from 1995. We're doing a lot of mixing. So our attempt is every time we get to talk about a musician, we will dig very well to talk about their history. We had the privilege to dig some a little bit about Eddie Okonta, one of Nigeria's. Yeah, that was actually a very interesting yeah, episode one because... Of, one of Nigeria's very respected trumpeters. I don't think I told you this, but a couple of people actually like, spoke to me and they were saying stuff like, and they used to think Eddie Okunta was not a human being. I mean, do you know how amazing that is? The that, same way I didn't know Eddie Kwanza. Yeah, so I'm like, why do you think Eddie Okunta is? You know, it's just somebody that they just talk about that, you know, probably never did anything very yeah. relevant, you Maybe know, just like old, old became, yeah, became popular or something. Like Eddie Okunta, yes. And we talked about the fact that he, um, he was Igbo and he was doing all his songs in Yoruba. So, one of those few things that people just miss out all the time about, like, Nigerian music. And that's why we're here to always talk good things and, you know, let people know what's up. All right. So, yeah. Sample Access. Uh, we're here again. Episode 21. Uh, great stuff every single time. You know that. And uh, we have um great quartet today. I like this one because we are bringing it, like down like close i don't think we have anything close close like this in a while i think we have and uh, maybe the david episode we did like two or three episodes before now that's kojo funds yeah the one with kojo funds but what this one is more on this one is more re- more recent um like it's not like that too kojo funds oh what's that song the the grime that makes Piper. Yeah. that was close to home a little bit oh uh, yeah but this one is definitely closer if there's a word like that because we have a juicy Falling, sampling, peace, quasi fnaya, and that's close, very close. Oh, okay, okay. When yeah. you talk about time now, I, yeah, I time difference. And then we also have DMW's mind, 
sampling Usher's cut up. We talked about Eddie Okonta and um, shining lights on some names. For the quartet we have today, who do we think des- deserve the, the most attention? Odussi the engine. Why? Because Odussi is like, um, I, I, I genuinely think that Odussi has not gotten to like everybody yet. Even though Odyssey is a is a great artist, not, I respect him so much. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you know, we have few people that come. Odyssey is one of those artists. I don't know whether you accept this, but I think that I think that way. Odyssey is one of those artists that we get once in a lifetime, and I'll tell you why. Give me an example. He's very vast in terms of how he understands music. Give me an example. You understand? Okay, maybe somebody like is that Dr. Dre like Dr. Dre Babyface. Okay. Babyface Edmonds. That's um yeah, Babyface Edmonds. And that's Pop Daddy. Yeah, no, no, Pop Daddy Sean Combs. Yeah, Sean I know, Combs. I know. Yeah, the pop these, daddy. These are the of yeah, people. exactly. Because these guys are, and most of the time, Geniuses. you most of the time they have like the same, you know, way of getting into music. Yeah, they did. They didn't think they were going to be so to influential in music, or they didn't think they were supposed to do so much, and they just got like got in and they got stuck. Mm. And same thing with Odyssey the Engine. You know, I don't know whether we should. Go. I think we should just get into it yeah, immediately into because it. So yeah, the first pair. Yeah, first so pair. Our, our listeners. Yeah, so can know what's gets, up. Gets how the conversation will go. Odussi Fallen Sampling Peace Quest Ifunaya is the first pair we're and going the to other be. The pair is DMW's Mind Sampling Usher's Cut Up. So, so um, back to Odussi. Now, Odussi, the first time I heard about Odussi, um, I got on to discover that he was actually as he was trying to get into the music scene at that time as well. So, uh, I think I was right on time in terms of kicking in with Odussi. The first time I heard Odussi was on Show Them Comes Popping Again. Okay. Love the pop. That's any pop. day rock. Palmer music. Volume yeah, Palmer music volume one. one. Is it one? That's one. Yes. Are you sure it's not two? That's the one I know very well. Okay, That's one popping again. Yes, it's popping again. It's one. It's one. It's one. Yes. So um, I remember the record that time. I know when I heard the record, uh, I heard Odysseus line, and I'm like. Who is this guy? Remember turning on the radio? Yo, for an SDC record. Now I'm flexing on an SDC record. About a hit 21. The cheese Star with lifestyle. Yeah, we done it come. I didn't know the guy from Chad. Before you go on, there's something about him that is very elite. Yeah. Very, very Lagos and very cultural too. You you it's obvious you can tell that he he knows this music thing. Yeah. He's like and he comes from a diverse background. Yeah, so and I understand that idea. You know, this guy has like vast knowledge about what music sounds like, what music is, and how to like take in music. Mm. Now the thing about or maybe people, not, or maybe he's just winging it. Exactly, but if he's winging it, I mean that's really cool. But you know, from obviously from his production, from his production credits that we have seen, especially on his album, the Rare album from 2018, you can tell that this guy. He understands music. Before you go on, that album did not seem to be properly accepted in the early days. Yeah, it did. It did because I, later mm. people started to. Oh, okay, hold on. I think there's some genius work. Here. Yes, yes. Songs like Star Signs, featuring. Oh, gives like me goosebumps. Even Divine. Like Divine featuring the video. Yes, yes. The one featuring Santi. Santi, he did two of them, two songs yes, on that album. Cruise. The first one that came on. The first one I can't remember the name of that first one. I know Alte Cruz, but I I, I don't I do know I so, do know the way album was good. It, it took some time for people to catch up on the genius work done on the album. Yeah, and it makes sense because you know obviously it's a new sound. This is these are the 
even though they are not the pioneers of Alter, I remember when we were talking to Boss, Boss was telling me, I was trying to talk to Boss about um, Alter music and, you know, the sounds of Alter. And Boss was pointing out to me that, you know that, you know, this this sound got, like, culturally accepted by we Nigerians when Black Magic did Rainbow. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's true. You are getting us, you are getting us. Exactly. I see the different colors of the rainbow. So Bro, I'm like, oh, that's a jam forever. Let me say this. I was in the bank. <laughs> yeah. This was my early days in football. I was in the bank and the video came up. They played Bruno Mars just the way you are. And the next one was Black Magic Sasha. Confirm. Wow. And it was just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. It was different. And if you everything see, is confirmed. If you see a song ah. that you like from first listen, it's going yeah. to stick. Yes, yes. As I left the bank, I was looking for okay, confirm. I it's stuck in my head. Yes. The next place I get to maybe download the song. Yeah, download the song. There wasn't streaming at the time. Let me just find confirm Sasha because Sasha came through with the rap and all. It was, yeah. It was cute. Stuff. It was. It was. It was. It was amazing. Back to Odunsi. Um, you were trying to make a point saying that. Black Magic may have been one of the very early influences yeah, on Odyssey's now no, no, the alter music, music, which is what Odyssey is tapping from apparently. Uh, I think we are missing a few points, um, but in any ways, we'll gather everything together eventually. Um, Odyssey's background and entry into music, he grew up in Lagos. Yeah, my good old boy. He dropped out of school. Yeah, I think he was schooling in Ghana. In Ghana, and then he dropped out of school. There is a story that I read about him being influenced largely by a guy called Donald Jones. Yeah, Donald Jones from the old days. Yeah, not old days per se. Donald Jones from the early 2000s. And yeah. If you look at the, couple of records. The folks who are in the class of Donald Jones. You're talking about Joe, talking about Blackstreet, talking about... Yes, Usher was in one of Donald Jones's um, video at that time. I think that one that had left time in it. Mm. I can't remember the name of the song now, but it was actually a big one then. Where was B2K at the time? Ah... I just put them in the mixture. So tell me about the Donald Jones type R&B era. Yeah, Donald Jones. What are you thinking, Donald Jones? You're thinking um, Gino Wine. You're thinking um, Joe. That kind of um, um, vibe. And Cisco in the early days. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so, so mushy. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. I'm about Craig Davis as well. Craig yeah, Davis. So these guys were the guys that, um, you know, had... R&B on lockdown. They had it a certain way. And they had the same producers most of the time. The Dre and Vidal, the, um, those guys that did, um, ah, um, the guys that did the Cisco song. Forgotten his name now. I'll probably remember some other time and I'll get back to it. But a couple of, um, Producers then, and then you remember them, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and Jimmy Jam. Those guys were that come all the way from the eighties down to that point. This is early two thousand. Early two thousands. I'm talking late nineties down two thousands because this this um Joe and the likes Joe Joe Joe's song was released. I think Joe released the song in ninety nine, mm. but I want to know became very big in two thousand. Mm. So you know that it was a link. Obviously, and Gina Wine. Gina Wine has songs that are good for days. I know girls that are, even till this date, girls that are very big on old square and be that loves. And then you talk about people like Mary J. Blige, mm. you know. And I, I'm trying to remember the name of this song with Left Eye. It was a big jam at the point. Uh, I think I saw it a few days Yeah, ago. Donald Jones, Left Eye. Great song, in but, fact. But, but in any case, if you don't remember... If you don't remember the title, it's one of those mushy songs. Yeah, mushy. Be act to throw their hands towards the mic stand. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I start to draw you in. That's, to uh, that, that those those days are gone, <laughs> and I think those brothers overdid it. I don't so think so, though. Two, okay, look at their grandfathers, the whispers, the 
uh, who are the who are the other guys? Okay, high five was yeah, high 90s. five the early the early um yeah Why early nineties. Men have to be so vulnerable when they are singing about women. I don't like that. It's, it's the way it's, it's the way it's the way I don't it's the way you should be hard man you should be hard guy <laughs> yeah being see now this is this is not this is not right you're not supposed to say stuff like this because people it, should behave <laughs> no no and I, I, that was good girls really loved that vibe at the point you know mm. You act that way, people are like, Oh, okay, maybe you are, you know, this is a very mushy person. This is somebody that understands me because you know, girls are like, you know, they say they believe in stuff about like, you know, thinking about it now, remembering people like LL Cool J, mm. not to digress too much from Odusi, but we're trying to tap into where Odusi got most of his vibes from. Yeah. And you know, from some of the um songs that are on his, on his album, you can tell that he also listened to a lot of. 80s jams funk music funk music and funk music is great you know people like parliament you know funk parliament and um talking about that old guys like brothers johnson from the 80s uh, mostly most people that did the disco era they were actually more funky as well and talk talk about james brown but you know from the vibe maybe the thing about musicians is that we don't actually know how much they know until they release music because yeah. i don't think i would have ever thought about it that odyssey would be when I heard Star Signs for the first time, the moment the song came up, I knew there was something special about this. That I knew that was that was like Shaka Kanish, you know, Evelyn Champagne King. I'm talking about this is 87, 85 mm. sound. I'm like, okay, this one knows what's up. Connecting to that, the video for Falling. Yeah. You can see the you can see I'm talking about guys expressing their love now. Odunsi was doing the same thing in that video. He was very, you know, quote-unquote vulnerable, telling this girl, your mama don't like me, but I love your mama. Again, going back to the pigeon-speaking <laughs> local Lagos boy. Yes, not yes. Not local. Pigeon-speaking Lagos boy. That's, that's a Lagos boy so thing. It's a very good mix. It's a weird mix, but it's still very cute to, to, to form what is now alternative music. Yes. Um. Yeah, everything comes together to, to form the, the art that we see Odunsi Express. Before I before I forget, you mentioned your first um, connection to Odunsi. I think my first may have been the song called Desire. Um, Odunsi. Ah, Gilewaya. Featuring Oh, Desire. I know that song. And Fumbi. That song is a... Bop. That was the first time I heard about Teiwa too. Yeah, that's, that, that was my first time. My first time Teiwa ever. I think I had seen Boogie, Teiwa, Liko Night. I had seen the song. I never heard about Teiwa to that point. I hadn't listened. I knew... I know one of my friends I used to play word. that song all the time. There was word that Teiwa was already popping in Abuja at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a couple of records. And then talk about Sante a little bit. He was like another oh, yeah. brother to Odunsi. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, you look at it and you're like, okay, this music, alter music thing, is like they have a community mm-hmm. that is so small but very active. You understand? It's like we are creating with alter music, we are creating that American vibe. There's one t- I was talking to my brother a while ago and he was telling me stuff about uh, he said you know that um, this music thing why it is different in America and Nigeria is because in America or in other countries they have like different genres and these different genres they have their crowds. That's why you can hear a, a, a country music artist is making millions of naira, millions of dollars and you're like how did this guy make this money? And you're like, yeah, these guys are diverse. They listen to different kinds of music. Yeah. So you can always have your own crowd. I mean, you see guys like, for example, like the new rap guys, like the new TJ, are like, okay, from nowhere, boom, he's driving a Mercedes Benz, a Rolls Royce, has big money. That's the same thing with Alter Sound. That's what they're creating here too. That small following, cult following. And these guys that are active with this sound are madly active. I mean, you can tell anywhere that loves Alter music, 
most of the time they like all their all the artists like anybody that likes Taywa will probably like you know or Josie maybe like them a little bit less lesser than each other or maybe one more than the other but you know that this is like a community that's growing the perception of alter music within the Nigerian music listening audience has changed in the last five years. Yes, it has. Most definitely. Yes, it has. Terms on Whiskey Song Essence. Teiwa on True Love as well. I think that is a good export. That's a good fusion or that's a good merger of Afrobeats and Alter Music. We yes, yes. Consistently, Alter guys maybe going out of their way to or try maybe and naturally mm. the, the merger just happens. Yes. Is this merger or is this friendship with Afrobeat's going to um, take away from the alter sound, the purity of all. It's like this: um, there's room for improvement and there's room for collaboration. There's room for new sounds. Now, Essence doesn't sound like a regular Afrobeat song, but it's still Afro pop. Even though it's Af- yeah, it's Afro pop, but you know there's a uniqueness to it. Who yeah, brings that uniqueness yeah, to the sound? Yeah. Thames. Same thing with even though Teiwa and Project X and. Um, Whiskey on True Love sounded very Afrobeats. You know, Teiwa brought a vibe to a it, vibe. a different vibe to you that you probably might not get if you have if you had like someone like AG Baby mm. on that song. It would be beautiful, but it wouldn't sound that way. Mm. There'll be a new sound entirely. So that major happening, I have always wanted that major to happen because I feel like it would make us like know these guys more. And some of us are not very in tune with them. For example, now I'll tell you why I just released a project recently, very small project that I think is an EP. But you know, you listen to a couple of songs of that project, you know, check on Spotify if you're a Taywa fan. Big gob stuff. And a lot of people are listening to Taywa now because of what he did mm. with True Love on Whiskey's album. Yeah. People have been jamming to, although, you know, Thames was already hot, hot but because of, you know, uh, try, me. Uh, try Me, you know, uh, Luku Luku, right? Yeah. A couple of songs try that she already had. Pop, yeah, and you know, a couple of songs that were already making waves, but yeah. stuff like this came in, and that's what happened with Odunse as well. Even though I think Shodem Camp has to be like part of alter music in certain way, yeah, they were because they are, they, they, are, they, they are like the only musicians that I know that take these guys in like with open arms. Yeah, they. I mean, every other project Look you at see, one music exactly. Every other project you see them lying around, like the 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 alter guys are lying around everywhere, yeah. and these guys are bringing them into the limelight. You know, everybody's seen them. I wouldn't know this if I didn't listen to SDC. Maybe I'm. I've, I think Desire came out before popping again. I'm not sure. I'm not very sure. I'm not very was, sure. But it was around I, the same time. Maybe the same time because mm. I remember there was one of my friends that time. She would play. I heard that song. Ah, yeah. By the way, we should mention Bods DRB Lagos. Oh yeah, yeah the LS guys. P. What's the name of that song? Feel alright. I'm on the bad guy. P. Oh no no. Feel alright. Where feel Paul right. was there. That was the Ooh, 2013. That was, that was the, the earliest party. Rap that song. you can remember. Let's not go too far. Odunsi on Falling sampled Ifunaya by P Square from 20... 2007. From 2007. How far apart? What, what was Yeah, uh, 2007, 11 years. The sampling is quite unique, like Odunsi does with all his um, sampling. Sometimes Odunsi samples so hard. Odunsi is like Kanye West in sampling. You have to listen carefully mm. to get the sound. Like, where did this guy take this from? Mm. You know, and that's why I was saying that I feel like he's a great artist and we need but to appreciate so him. To tell, to tell. It wasn't so hard to tell because it was if now, but I'm saying, you know, we have a couple of songs from Odyssey that we yeah. know 
we know we know the song and we're trying to like pinpoint exactly yeah. where he got the tune from and um obviously on falling you know very short sample but very significant because he he does the whole and then he changed changed a sound that sounds Igbo yeah a sound that is pretty much Igbo yes now and he changed it to 80s funk yeah yeah and that's me I like the song Falling personally because it has the 80s vibe I'm a big 80s fan I love 80s music so much post jivy funk music that's my thing so this one it makes sense when when I heard this song that I was going to fall in love with the song and then he brings in Ifunaya now Let's just drop it back again. Peace Quest Game Over. Solid album. Mm-hmm. Ifunaya, come on. That album was so good. Come on. No, no, no. Just, I think Peace Quest had the opportunity of dropping singles and still being as good as they were. Mm-hmm. Or as good as they are now. Because even though we look at them in retrospect, that, okay, there's no Peace Quest anymore. There's Rude Boy now and Mr. P. But thinking about Peace Quest, I mean, talking about... It, they put in work to produce albums yes and it wasn't just it wasn't just any anyhow albums they literally i mean you have 12 songs even though i remember like there was one of the albums where they are like the remaining three songs were like you know instrumentals Mm -hmm. the nine songs they would drop they would put in work out of that nine you know five of them or six of them were going to be solid jams then the three would be for we personal fans or you that you have personal lover of peace square like like i miss you that i miss you that is a song that it wasn't everywhere. It was everywhere because of the album, but it, was, but it wasn't everywhere on its own. Like, but you know, for like the other al- songs on the album, but you know their fans will always go back and play songs like that. Was that the album that had more than a friend? Hmm. Can I be more than a friend? Friend. friend. I think so. Yeah, I, I think game over. game over was there. Game over. Yeah, game over. This game is over. Oh oh. I remember. Hey. Hey. No one be like you. Yes. One of Nigeria's biggest biggest one biggest one of biggest yeah. Um there were others. We have mentioned Miss You Die. Yep, yep. If Naya there was I'm trying to remember if more than a friend was there. I don't think Yeah, more than a friend was there. More than a friend is a bop. Yeah. No, look at see look, look at, at the video. Let me let me just let me just call the songs out. No one be like you great song. Game over. It was eh, up there but like wasn't it the was best. You know, there. do me. Do me was of that. Roll Game over. Yes. There, oh. Do me one, no, Roly. Yeah, Roly was there as well. Wow. See, this is 10 songs and four instrumentals. Now, these 10 songs, Do Me, Miss You Die, YBC. Now, for a lot of people, YBC wow. is just is just a normal song. But for somebody like me, I mean, I remember when the first time I heard this entire... I remember the first time I heard this entire album. I was in Yabatek 2008, a year after this album was released. I was with my cousin in his room that time. My cousin is a big guy now, big boy. <laughs> you get I was in his room that time, and then he played. He's, he was he was a big fan for P Square, not so much now, he's more on the cool skill now. But like that time, he was big on P Square. And I heard that in you know, the album before this, and then I heard Game Over. Every song was a hit Roddy, back to Roddy back. Was a madness. I mean, what is do me was mad. am I still am I still that special man? Come on, yeah. come on, don't let us okay. Yeah, P Square, okay, okay. You so, guys did all right, solid Bob, solid Bob. And I mean, they, they have done a lot. Their, their, their legacy is on is, is, is unquestionable. Yeah, you have question as P Square, yes, maybe me, Rude Boy, and Mr. P. I don't know. But like a space square, still doesn't change anything. They still, right, they're well, still dropping hits. True, true. So yeah, uh, true. let's let's run through those those two songs. We'll play uh, Ifunaya, stuff. Ifuna- we'll play snippets of it, 
uh, uh, from what year now? 2007. 2007 and the album Game Over. That was the year I wrote Waiko. Oh, mad, mad, and mad, then we mad. And see uh, Falling from the album Rare. Yeah, the year. from the year 2018. So 11 years um, 11 in terms years of difference. Apart. That's why I say sure. We have done 40, we have done 30. Amazement. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. Please stick that up. Let's copyright that. Nigerian amazement. I love that. Nigerian glory. <laughs> yeah, that's Music, what's up. Traveling two times. Stay tuned. The sample, sample Axis. Administered by Boyga and Nelson. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Sample Axis. We'll be right back. Listen to what you see fallen with P Square Ifunaya, one of those samples that I really really liked. I feel like we should have talked more about it, but we don't have time because we are getting in to a new one. Now, this is the second pair. Um, DMW Davido Music Worldwide. I don't like the fact that a musical group in this sense will be called Davido Music Worldwide, but what do I know about the music industry? Why, why not? I, I don't see a problem. I don't know. I don't know. It's not the music, that's not the is that the name of the group? It's the name of a label. So, as a label, I don't think there's something wrong with that. Yes, uh, yes. If, it's not like they're exactly a group. <laughs> it's not like that, right? Bad Boy Entertainment. That's the when they want when they make a song together. Yeah, Bad Boy, Bad Boy Entertainment. Yes. So, and they're sampling um Usher's "Cut Up" and it's titled "Mind." Yes. Uh, let's just get to it straight up. Uh, yes, Usher the man. Like, tell me, tell me, what do you, what do you know, what do you feel? I'm not sure I know Usher so well, but of course I know Love in This Club. Uh, that's from 2007, I guess. What am I saying? 2008, thereabout. Yeah. Usher from Same Girl featuring R. Kelly. Usher from You Remind Me. Usher from um, Confessions. Usher from Moving Mountains, Usher from 
Like, you don't know Usher. This is already a lot now. I'm trying to remember one particular Even song. Even though he has like 10 albums, you already say like, you know. 10 albums and I barely know 10 songs. So, <laughs> I'm, I don't know him that much but still. Usher, 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 Usher has to be like um, one of those artists that transcended into the continent and into the country. Is he special? We just talked about P-Square now. He was special. He no, is a major influence. Major but, but, but generally, when we, when we talk about musicians in like in like nigeria in the global scheme of things okay, and we musicians. talk and we talk about special people yes he is is he one of them he is special what well, is special by what has sold 80 million records only few artists can say they have done that in their history who are those in those cl- in that class okay we're talking about people like beyonce okay rihanna uh, Michael Jackson, Frank Sinatra, did Craig Chaka David, Khan, did Craig, Craig David sell 80 million? Ah, isn't sell 80 million? Akon. Somebody can blow my mind and bring out stats, but 80 million records? Nah, I don't think so. Akon. Akon, nah. May have. Almost, but not 80 million. 80 million is like 80 million is like you know landmark. Wow. Do you get 80 million is like oh, okay yes greatest. I mean you have people like Beyonce should be in the 100 plus now okay rihanna obviously every album is a hit back to back so 100 mm. plus um jay-z and jay-z now in jay-z's case is not because of you know albums you know stella jay-z has stella albums obviously people rate him as the number one rapper of all time nah. people have a lot of issues with that especially but of I course have, he's in that I have, but yeah he has that he has that you know he has that vibe but then you have to call people like he has 15 albums 13 13 so 13 albums so yeah you understand these are records that he has to get to that point so, like so Jay-Z Jay-Z is in that class of 80 million records yeah, yeah so. it should be it should be yeah. I'm not sure of that fact now but I think but, but he's in that class when yeah, we talk about class. special yes he's in that class special so, that's so apart from numbers what else makes Usher special um apart from numbers can we call awards yeah, Usher talk, has. Talk Usher has. I mean, we talked about Janet Jackson Usher one has, time, and you said but you she remember was. What we, said, we said something about Janet Jackson. She has the highest number one for any number female ones. artist of all number ones for any female artist of all time. In regarding numbers in that in that sphere, yeah, where does Usher stand? No, Usher in that number one. Number one. Maybe has, a few. Maybe three. See, that's how hard it is to come by. Mm. Three number ones. Mm. I think Michael Jackson had like 10 or 11. Mm. So all these number ones are very hard. But you have people that did number one with all their albums. Like three of your albums. Talking yeah. about people like DMX. Yeah. You know? So this this thing, this music thing, you know, it comes and goes. But the thing that matters the most and it is clear and it is obvious that every single time when we talk about greatest artists is longevity. Mm. That's what happens all the time. You know, there's a time frame in music that you can last for. Five years. The moment you go beyond the five years, you're already a thing. Mm. You go beyond ten years. Now, Usher has broken that rule two times and eight years. Usher has been active since twenty eight um since nineteen ninety three. That's twenty eight years in the game. What did he drop in nineteen ninety three? He dropped in nineteen ninety four the Usher album, which didn't do so great because it was under that fish record. So he's probably he joined other people and he did something good. And I remember the record um, you remind me that was produced by Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam that became a monster hit. I still love that song so much. I know Lucas the Young God, the you the Jew loves that song as well. I'd like to believe Usher, from what you have just said, uh, is in the age range, age group of folks like Nas, Jay Z. He's not though. He started very young now. So Usher is, is just forty two. And them Jay Z are fifty. They're heading towards the fifty gang. They're heading towards. That's 50. that's grace. That sounds like goodness. Yes, I mean, for you think about it. Think about it. You start 
music at the age of 16. I mean, Usher was being pushed as a sex symbol from the early days. He mm-hmm. was 15 and he was speaking, dropping records about sex. Is that the Chris Brown energy? Yes, now Chris Brown energy. Um, who else? Justin Bieber energy. Um, yeah, yeah. It was those, are the, those two guys are the guys I can remember in my like straight up now because you know those guys were pushed as sex symbols. And um, was Justin Bieber really pushed? As yes, he was. I yes. think he was yes, pushed he was. as a talented kid. Yeah, he was. I mean, Scott Brown. I remember that video of um them. Was w- it baby the one w- that had Drake? No, the, the Wyclef for Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, had the world yeah, yeah. Made. He, he he was a young star boy, young. How do I say this? Young, nothing sexual about that. Yeah, but the thing I don't is, know. Maybe later they pushed him as a sex symbol. What was what was Bauer like? Pushed as what? Bauer was a hip-hop young hip hop gangster, prodigy, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm saying this like we know that it was the major. For example, somebody like Bauer now, you have influences like he was doing rap with Ludacris, hmm. Snoop Dogg. That wasn't the vibe for somebody like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber had to sing songs like Baby, you know, Baby. Girls had to love yeah. Justin Bieber he for was him lovable. to become a star. Do you understand? Somebody like Don't put it like that. No, 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 no. Was, Justin Bieber is a very talented person. Very ta- even to date, I'm a big Justin Bieber fan for his good, like good and great songs. You understand? Now I'm, I'm not saying that that I'm saying why I'm putting him on the same level as Chris Brown and Usher is the fact that these three people they they have something, something in common. common. They are very talented, ridiculously talented. You understand? And they, but they were still pushed. Because they, you know, they have the whole fine boy aura. It didn't have to be sexy. Because you know, sexy, sexy or sex symbol. Maybe a sex symbol. Okay, yeah, the girls will love him, and that's mm. like the main, that's the main idea behind the sex symbol ish. Not the fact that they find him sexy or they want to do sexual things to him. Speaking of sex symbolism, yeah, I'm talking about people like Rotimi now. Rotimi pushes the sex symbol. I, I don't know if I know so much about this thing yeah, you're saying, but let that. me let me ask you. Let me say this. Well, go on. I go by the name Eliwasiwen, and you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Stay tuned. Speaking of sex symbolism, how ironic is it that a young man who was pushed, quote unquote, as a sex symbol? Usher from the early 90s has had a long successful career up until 2020, 2021 2021 and still has a good head on his shoulders and a man like R. Kelly who started with The Storm Is Over is in jail for being a pedophile. This is the only thing, I, this is the only time where I feel like I can actually come in and say this life no balance nothing is balanced in this life <laughs> maybe because Usher's mom was his manager. She was around for a while. She's not. She was not his, his manager, manager all through. Or oh, Usher was just well behaved. The thing is, all just these things—see, well, well personality, how this character ethics—all these things come into play mm-hmm. for being a musician. You know, it's like I—I I remember we talked about this too with the Michael Jackson time, and we are—we are seeing one unfolding in front of us. Whether we like it or not, David O has grown in front of everybody. Mm. And this is to music from 2010. David O has spent a decade in the music industry. Mm. That's massive. Massive. And it's but why just single him out? Hmm? Why single him out? I, I'm singling him out because, and I was going to call other people as well, but the reason why I single him out is because, you know, they have this energy of, what, what we're talking about here is like, okay, is he going to go crazy? Is he going to go mad? Do you understand? Is he going to maintain is his sanity? Is he going sanity? to maintain his sanity? I mean, David is a happy person. And he controls himself. Exactly. Inve- so it's, it's fine. Investing properly. It's fine. It's fine. And we have the same thing with Skip. I mean, Whiskey of the early days is not Whiskey of now. Whiskey very, after like five years very went mature. off and he's like, you know what? Now he's on that. Anymore. Bro, I was watching Smile video yesterday. Whiskey is on that level. Very mature. 
Yes. You have to respect the man he has become. Yes. Back to Usher. Same thing with Usher, and that Usher brings up that level as well. Usher started as you know the you remind me of the girl dancing up and down, you know, and he went on and he just became that man man. Do you mm. understand? Like, mm. okay, you know what? That was me getting into like you know the age thing, and you know the funny thing is we have to put Justin Bieber in that level as well. Of getting matured to a set level, and you're like, you know what? This all this uh, all this all this stuff we do before, we have to let BS it go. now. Mm. I'm not going to do all of this again. I'm going to face this. I mean, Justin Bieber has been married for three years now. But Usher didn't have major scandals. No, he didn't. He did actually. Some point he had a couple of scandals as well. But like, I don't want us to like, you know, because that'll be a whole lot away from that. Usher, how much influence did he have in Africa? Did he really export? Was he here at some point? Yeah, I think he was here at some point. He was here at some point. Obviously, most most of those um, artists, especially most, if we're talking about artists that that did good in the early 2000s, yeah, most of them came, they to came Africa down here at some point. Jay Z, so, yeah, Beyonce, did at some point. And um, Rihanna has not been here, has she? She has been. Tell her to call me. She has to come. <laughs> so as it says, you know, um, Usher's music was just big. Osha had that Nelly vibe of the Dynamo 2002. You remind me. You know, so that You Remind Me was actually a big jam. Was he on I Need a Girl? I Need a Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was, was the one to do the hook wow, on I Need a Girl. Hook and chorus. So, you know, major songs that came around like that. And, Puff um, Daddy, man. Yeah, Puff Daddy be doing things. With Puff Daddy. You know now, this is the funny thing. Fate I'm just going to quickly drop this ASAP. Um, Lafish Records that was, that was or is still owned by... Ellie Reed and um, Babyface Edmonds uh, that I talked about Babyface Edmonds earlier today about one of those you know cre- geniuses mm. in the music industry. Um, they were the one that picked up Usher at first. So after Usher's first album that didn't do so good, they sent him. That's a a sixteen year old to mm. go and live with a twenty one year old. Guess who? Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, mm. to groom him. That was what we were sent there for. Popular was 21. 21, yes. Uh, time of our lives. Yeah, time of yeah, exactly. So to groom him, although Usher claims that that was like the wildest moment of his life where he didn't have like so much control, which is mm-hmm. understandable. You're a teenager. There's a lot of money in your face. Girls are all up in your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, your your hormones are going crazy. But he came out good. He came out good and did a couple of records afterwards. And you know, I think him and um, Pop Daddy still maintain like an okay relationship yeah. to date. So obviously. Um, you understand that he has gone through it all. Um, listeners probably already know that I'm learning these things in retrospect. I would like to go back to um, Usher's legacy and why he was one step above his peers at the time. But talk to me about Pop Daddy a little bit. This man made hit records. Yes, he was, yes, yes. He was the. He was the. How how do I say this? He was this brain box churning out hits upon hits made hits for folks like Usher, for folks like Nas, for Biggie, lots and lots of them. It's like this, he had resources, which was very big and huge. He grew up early. Mm. When when I mean grew up early, he's, he he knew where to run to, he knew what to do. He's like Asa, Asa's um, brother or uncle. Yeah. Storm o- Records. Obi. Obi, Storm Records, and he was about to create the first major record label in Nigeria in the 90s. So, you know, this connect. They come from that. They come from that connect. Now, I'm not saying Asa has done a lot of things on his own. Like, making David who he is today is a combination of Asa's work and David's major work in bringing these things to life. You understand? And then when you when you have that partner 
who gets you properly. When that chemistry is do, proper, you always want to push out. I mean, look at DMW. Hits. DMW drop hits like it's nothing. Yeah. And you can respect, like you mentioned, Asa, the background guys. Same with Maven. Stuff like stuff like on God. On God went crazy. Shout out to Tega. When you see yeah. a system moving, when you see things moving, <laughs> Tega res- Maven. That's why everybody calls it now. Respect the the team in the background. Just know that a lot of work is being. I mean, done. I saw, I saw, I saw. I'm um, not to digress too far from the DMW. I just, I don't know. This is a podcast, so sometimes you get, you know. Yeah, we have to bring everything. We get back into together. our into our our feelings and see some stuff. I saw Rema. Hmm from last i think last two years or last year um ea sports fifa yeah that was a place where i saw the performance that was a place where we would really get to mm. when i mean really get to i mean nigerian sound really get to places like that. i mean we would probably get a mention but actually perform let people see you those platforms if these guys from you know the executive producers they are not pushing these things it will not happen mm. brother boy had diddy as executive producer, hmm. let's say okay, yeah, Didi just came in, you know, maybe at as, as attaché. Only Nigerians will understand what I'm saying. Not attaché, no, that's what people. That's what that, you know, people that we don't understand exactly the details. Yeah. Would say he came in as attaché to join body and all that, but you know there was an amount of work put into. Even though Bonner Boy is all in all of his greatness, is a great and amazing star. That touch added something to it. Yeah. Now there's a Grammy to his name. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's always good to see. If you're going to make it big, 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 it's always going to need to be that reason, that yeah, person, yeah. that one person that God is going to use, to, or that to make to make that it happen. They're going to have because people like Osha would say, "I'm here today because of names like this, mm. Lafish Records. I'm here today because Puff Daddy was there for me. Mm. I'm here today not because I mean this is 28 years. I don't think people understand what it is to be 28 years in music. 28 years. We have at 20 years, and when you call Osha, you don't just call Osha as a regular artist. Mm. 28 years of greatness. You talked about 10 albums. Which ones were the biggest? What was his prime time? Um, what was prime time peak? has to be Confessions and Raymond vs. Raymond. I know Hard to Love, which is the most recent one. Before For me, oh, my own prime time, my own big Usher record is Love in this club. And I know that might be silly because really? there, there was, you remind me, there was you remind me is my biggest um, Usher's record. There was the same were, girl. I know, I, I know there are a lot of other songs that were good. Yeah. But that loving is. I remember. Love I remember. I remember. I love the performance for Good Kisser. Good Kisser was such a good record. Who did Bad Liar? There's a song called Bad Liar. Bad Liar. I can't remember Bad Liar. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but something. But Good Kisser. I remember Good Kisser. The first time I heard that stuff, I'm like, whoa. That should be Rihanna, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good Kisser from Hard to Love. Hard to Love from 2016. Now, his best album has to be Confessions. He has done other stuff. I know Remo vs. Remo was a big thing because I remember Remo was, was almost on everybody's faces at that time. 2010. I know 2010 was a rise of music, you know, switching, that switching vibe. You know mm. that switching point in music? Yeah. New example, energy. Like 79 to 80 where disco was becoming jivey sound or 80s to 90 where New Jack Swing stayed in the middle and then they moved hip-hop to was coming. The, uh, hip-hop and R&B and then there's the early 2000s where it was slow R&B and then, and then 2010s we got crazy new People energy new energy everything was just bubbly that was bubbly. Kendrick coming out yeah, yeah? and then Kendrick then, then the Kendricks were coming out you know J. 2011 Cole. and then they dropped 2012 we had Good Kid Mad City and then there was madness everywhere and then yeah I'm right here today um I want to connect to Usher and his peers was Joe Spear? Yeah, Joe Spear. Who were the other guys Joe, doing, doing this? Joe Wine. Do you know Glenn Lewis? 
Yeah, I know Glenn Lewis. Don, Don, we mentioned Don, Donald Jones. Donald Jones. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't be bereft of these guys. There were mm. a lot of them. L- lot of them. Give me Cisco. names. Okay. Um, Drew Hill. The entire group, Drew Hill. Westlife was in the UK. Westlife at some point, yeah. Blackstreet Boys. Um, Backstreet. Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Oh, but Boys to Men already started, you know. Earlier. All for one. They were already still starting to like go back. Give back me more names, more names. Uh, because I mean, we because there were a lot of them. Craig David. Uh, um. Ah, we used to have. Ah, oh, it was a big end. That was the time where Ashanti is and the the ladies like the ladies. Ashanti's Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez was popping. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Mary, when, Mary too were popping at some point. Even when did they were not doing secular music per se, but they had like a couple of songs. When did came. Kishako come around? Kishako, let's just say much two, later. Oh five, oh four. So we can't put that in that But early two thousand. Yeah, there were a lot of. That's the thing. They were, Foxy it was, Brown. It was quite populated. Foxy Brown was from like 1995, So it was very populated. Mm. I just said Foxy Brown. I remember. Um, gotta get you home tonight. I know one time we're going to bring it on the podcast as a troika. Yeah. Because that one is going to be heavy. So what's the two? What separated Usher from those R&B guys? Consistency, longevity. Who was better and than? Being, is there anybody better than him? Talented. People would argue that Gina Wine was more talented than Usher. G. Gina Wine. I don't know. Yeah, Gina Wine is big. Gina Wine is. Gina Wine he did a couple of great songs. We're talking about in terms of talent now. Yeah. We're saying some people would but, argue. But, but Grammy wins. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Grammy wins. Um, um Carl Thomas. That's a name I was trying to remember. Okay. Carl Thomas. Yeah. Good. I really remember more of them. But something Craig we David, gonna... Craig David should have gone farther than well, he something did. came up. Yeah, something came up and then he stopped. Mm. You see, that's the thing. As that's why I said, longevity, consistency. This is what makes these guys who they are. Mm. That's why when we want to res- respect some people, we need to put. We're talking about before we came into record. We we're talking about Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And how. Snoop Dogg has changed over time. Snoop Dogg From has been in the industry. Early 90s. Early 90s. Snoop Dogg is over 30 years in the industry already. Mm. And you look at her like... Ah. And you still deliver a verse properly. I mean, you drop Snoop Dogg. I remember um, a couple of months ago, I was on YouTube and then California Girls pops up on my, you know, my YouTube. And I'm like, yo, Snoop Dogg. I'm like, wow, he did this and he, he has been, you know, Senior he man. doesn't stop. And I think he's blessed. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, blessed. Because even today, he's vibing and everything and is still chilling. Everything is very blessed for him. He would yeah. still, he did a versus with Late DMX. I mean, that yeah, was, that yeah, was, and that so was a great to one see. too. A great one. Good to see. Back to Nigeria. Enough about Osha. We agree. I mean, we we, we we had to do that run because he is one of ones. He's, he's yeah, a special, he's a special breed. breed. And I think I was catching up on Osha's stuff on YouTube. And somehow, I, I see this Fireboy energy looking somewhat like that Osha. You think he, Fireboy is going to be in Osha's level? Not level, but that but image, like the terms of the, the image looked the same. Sexy boy, ladies man, um Aram Fireboy B- is a ladies man. Aram B- what are you telling me? Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. King. I understand. No, no. Jealous. This, is, this was me being sarcastic. I'm not saying ladies man, ladies man, yeah, but no, the music he no, makes. No, no, but he is actually. He he attracts he makes girls. Music, he makes music for for, for, for girls. Young ladies. I mean, it was a time where um this video thing about boyfriends and girlfriends doing videos, short videos, you know, loving up yeah. in videos, low motif, uh, snaps. You get, you know, I don't know the other names of the other stuff, but. You would always hear songs when he released um laughter tears and goosebumps yeah. every single song on that album was just 
right for the vibe, you know, girls, you know, going crazy, guys acting all, you know, like they are cool. Laughter, Tears, tears and Goosebumps, LGT, mm. LTG, mm. Apollo album. Olamide recently teased that a third album from um, Fireboy is coming. Not is happening. You know it's when happening Olamide soon. Does, Olamide is one of those uh, artists that you know for like for sure when he says there's an album coming, there's actually an album. Let's coming. not digress. I'm I'm trying to make it an usher out of Fireboy. Yeah. Can we recreate a Nigerian usher yes, in Fireboy? How? Yes, What's the process? Hard. I feel like we have the um, opportunity now. First of all, um, usher didn't even get a great debut album. And uh, one one thing that might be off. Fireboy doesn't dance. <laughs> that dance element is very yeah, important. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's that's a, like a, a, an entire group of fans again that you get interested. Because yeah. I mean, people like P Square would say they loved Osha because he could sing, he could dance on the same song. Yeah. And now we can't say that with Fireboy because he's not. I don't know. Maybe he's a great dancer. We have not seen him but, in his full element. But can YBNL push Fireboy? Yes, they can. can they can. And to to that R&B Nigerian elite level. And if Fireboy drops, if he does drop that album this year, don't you think Fireboy would have changed the face of the game? Not exactly, but it would have made a statement. A big statement on that. Yeah. If it doesn't change, I feel like it would change the face of the game because albums have never been our thing here. You can't change the face of the no, game no, no. Like, like that. I, I'm talking about, no, no, I don't mean like the, like, is the entire genre. He would have made a statement that I'm here for the a long, long time, haul. for the long haul. I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah. And level one exactly there is a lot you know, albums, i want to offer albums, albums but he would not have changed the sound he would not have changed the money being made by yeah, other people so yeah, but he would have made a proper statement like, but I just feel like r&b albums i'm here for you guys yeah because you look at it and you're saying this boy you just what you're just what, three years into the industry mm-hmm. and, you and you're using much. three albums i feel like olamde is doing the is trying to translate you know artists do this stuff all the time i think this is the first time i'm going to talk about this they always look for somebody to take over from them. Recreate myself. Like, I want to recreate myself. You know, there's a new... I'm going to clone myself. Mm. I'm going to clone myself. Most of the time, you want to clone yourself the exact way you are. But that doesn't happen all the time. There's always You know, there's differences. always a difference. And um, I think that's what's happening with Olamide and Fireboy. I didn't realize this, but I'm just connecting the dots now. Mm. Olamide is pushing Fireboy as hard as he will push himself. And Olamide is teasing a new album for, as, for himself. Olamide is UI Scotty. You are June 14. This you guy, heard it here this first. guy, Olamide fan. <laughs> no, of course, they would have seen it on Snap. <laughs> Radio and podcast don't do the breaking news no more. <laughs> Snapchat and Twitter do. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sample mine by DMW. How much did they take from Osha? I'm so caught up. They picked the the most important. It's like. He's like, bars. yeah, I'm so caught up. And then, he's by like, the way, we always say bars when they're not even bars. Four yeah, lines. Four lines. He's like. La Vida Loca. I know we're going to talk about that at some point. Maybe we'll do the Cisco episode, so I shouldn't talk about it so much here. Thong Song took one line from, you know, La Vida Loca from um, Ricky Martin. And um, Cisco does Thong Song and takes just living La Vida Loca and he's still paying for that to date. When you say Ricky Martin, it reminds me of this song that we use for a sports show. Go, go, go. Aye, aye, aye. I hope that imagine if he gets paid for every time that song gets played across ah, the world. Ah, it would be nasty. It probably does for. I can for tell you in Nigeria, many radio stations use that song 
as um you know sports instrumental or something like that yeah, yeah. and in stadiums you can expect that in, <laughs> in boxing rings that we can expect a song like exactly, that exactly. to get played yeah back to right, ricky martin and yeah ricky Cisco. martin and la vida loca so that's why i feel like we need to talk about all these samples even if they are just in line because the importance of the song la vida loca is the name of the song there are other things in the song but living la vida loca is like the major part of the song it's so, like this part hold on I'm a second so that's like a major part of the song hold on a second how far from america was rocky martin was he in the industry oh uh, yes he was in the industry. so it was easy to get your money from cisco yeah obviously Usher can funny, thing is, funny thing is the writer got the money not ricky martin yeah that's that's another thing another talk for another day Usher cannot come to nigeria she wouldn't even bother but now that music is traveling yeah beyond will um, that change i think that would change um that's what we're about to see a change I because we're, somebody, we're actually distributing globally somebody, now yeah somebody tweeted something recently i think the lawyer an entertainment lawyer tweeted something saying that okay if you're an artist you have to be very careful now moving forward because things are changing even though we're not very developing so fast in nigeria but it might it might just come in two years yeah we might we're moving at a very fast, very fast rate and things are changing the time would come where your music would be so big and someone will want to mess you and up. Someone will, and, and then they share one line. And we do that a lot now. A lot, actually. That's why we have so many samples to talk about. What we do now is just pick up the ones that we feel are very interesting or yeah. not too obvious. It's quite you deep. Get to, or the ones that are quite deep so we can talk about them. But we talk about the recent... They pick so much. So you have to bring a lot of originality or do the Kanye West kind of, Kanye West kind of sampling and twist it to... They don't even know it's the one. Uh, they would know eventually. And sometimes yeah, there's technology now, so it's just it best to get permission. Is they let it go? I'm sure you probably wouldn't need to pay. But lot. you know there are some songs that they would like. Living La Vida Loca, if that was done as La Vida Loca is what is the way I'm living, it wouldn't be a sample anymore. Okay. But it's going to be the same vibe. But so because you were influenced from something, but you did not exactly yeah, use you're it the way from it was. But exactly, so you're mm. not just you're not biting it off. Mm. So that's the same thing that happened. Mm. So that's why we had to talk about it. Mind DMW Mind was a big song in 2017. Yeah, Peruzi, what year Mayokun, was that? Peruzi Mayokun, 2018. 2018 and uh, Peruzi Mayokun Dremo. Those are the biggest boys in that in that group. I think Leia joined the the the, the, the team later. Um, so yeah, that's the sample. Mind by DMW sampling or yep, yep. caught up. Uh, we hope we have been able to entertain you today. We do, uh, we do, we try uh, our best. We're going to play the two songs, but before we do that, let's drop our social media. I'm on TikTok, but I've never posted a video. <laughs> go and go and follow me there. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna post a video for recording. I am on LinkedIn. Go and find me there. I'm on Facebook, Boyegadoya, Twitter, Instagram, Boyegadoya. I don't have a picture on it. Okay, I have one picture on Instagram. Go and like it. Thank you very much. Alright. Um, Share this podcast with yeah. a friend. Tell a friend about it. We really appreciate that, Nelson. Alright, so yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram, the Sample Access Podcast. You follow us on Twitter, Sample Access Podcast. And um, my name on uh, Instagram is NWAE and I dot nelson on twitter nwenai capital n i'm on facebook nwenie nelson it's been a great time we out, we out.
by Boyega and Nelson. Yeah, let me try to 